Chapter 3 Take the sidewalk to the right, along the river into Harriet Island Regional Park. This riverside park is where St. Paul gathers for outdoor concerts and other events throughout the year. We will go past the St. Paul Yacht Club Marina to the public boat landing, where the Minnesota Centennial Showboat is permanently anchored. The cattail pond across the street was designed to catch rain runoff from the paved parking lot. When rain gardens and catchment ponds like this one are built around homes and buildings, they allow rainwater to soak through the ground, which helps filter out oil and other pollutants that otherwise would have flowed directly into the river. All storm drains along parking lots and city streets carry polluted water right to streams and rivers with no treatment. Harriet Island Park has been a public gathering area for over a hundred years, ever since Dr. Justice O'Hague bought the land. He constructed public baths for the growing immigrant community and donated the park to the city in 1900. Before that, Harriet Island was a seasonal camp for the Dakota people. The large spreading trees in the park are eastern cottonwoods, trees that thrive in floodplains along rivers across North America. Cottonwood trees grow fast and get this big in a surprisingly short time. These huge trees are less than 100 years old. The distinctive fluttering of cottonwood leaves helps pump extra water and dissolve nutrients through the tree by making water evaporate through the leaves more quickly. This evaporation also cools the surrounding air, just as water evaporating as sweat from your skin makes you feel cooler too. All of the water from drinking fountains in the park and from taps in the city of St. Paul originally comes from the Mississippi River. So you could say the river flows through you too. Floodplain trees like cottonwoods, silver maples, and willows can all stand getting their feet wet when the river overflows its banks each spring. This natural flooding creates rich bottomlands and productive wetlands along the river. At the time of European settlement, it was possible to wade across the Mississippi River above St. Paul most of the year. The land along the banks and in the river bottoms were filled with an abundance of edible plants and wild game, including deer, beaver, bear, muskrat, and even bison. In the last half of the 1800s, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers was given the job of creating and maintaining a permanent boat channel nine feet deep for barge navigation on the Mississippi River from Minneapolis down to St. Louis, Missouri. They built a series of dikes, locks, and dams that maintain a constant high water level for shipping grain and other commodities up and down the Mississippi River. These man-made structures dramatically changed the natural river cycles limiting the types of vegetation and aquatic life that can thrive in the river. Can you imagine this part of the river with water so low you could wade across? Harriet Island is no longer an island since its back channel was filled in the 1950s, near where the levee on your left is now. Harriet Island is named after the first school teacher in St. Paul, Harriet Bishop. Her school was located in an old blacksmith shop on the island. The large domed building high above the opposite bank is the Cathedral of the Archdiocese of St. Paul. The large mansion on the hill just to the left of the cathedral was built by J.J. Hill, the 19th century railroad tycoon, 
His Great Northern Railway connected the Twin Cities to the Pacific Northwest and opened up the prairie lands from here west to Seattle for agriculture. It also connected the U.S. to new markets in Asia. His railroad carried products and crops back to St. Paul and down the Mississippi to the rest of the country, dramatically changing the landscape across the Midwest. Today, sediment, fertilizer, and pesticide runoff from intensively farmed fields in far western Minnesota and beyond harm the water quality here in the Twin Cities and contribute to creating a huge dead zone as far away as the Gulf of Mexico. Follow the sidewalk toward the public landing and take the first sidewalk to the left, heading away from the river. Follow that sidewalk across the park, past the outdoor concert stage, to the decorative gateway through the levee. The gateway has a sign reading, Harriet Island Regional Park, right above it. The water quality here in the Mississippi River has greatly improved in recent years as industrial pollution has been cleaned up point by point and since wastewater treatment has been upgraded. Once, this section of the river was considered almost dead. Today, you can catch trophy-sized fish like walleye and smallmouth bass in the heart of the city or watch egrets and herons hunt for fish along the banks of the river. water lost through metabolic activity and exertion daily. According to the National Institute for Health, this means an average adult should drink about one liter or four eight-ounce glasses of water or liquid each day. Normally, your body will tell you if you need to drink more water. So if you feel thirsty, you should pay attention. Pass through the decorative gateway to West Water Street. Turn right and walk in the street to the stop sign where West Water Street joins Plato Boulevard. Watch for traffic on the street. Cross over Plato Boulevard and go left about a quarter of a block to Ohio Street, just past the low white building with blue trim. Turn right on Ohio Street. You will be climbing Ohio Street up the bluff to the Smith Avenue High Bridge. Tune to Chapter 4 when you reach Ohio Street. <laughs> 